Greetings and welcome, listeners, to another episode of All Young Geek, MovieCast number 604. I'm your host for the week, Anthony Korkanakis, joined by Corey Feinsop. Hey! And Mike Zanini. What's up? You got me that time. <laughs> yeah, I've reversed it on you. It's, it's, I played the Uno card, reverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, this week, unfortunately, Jim has some uh, real-life responsibilities he needs to attend to, so we're filling in for him. Uh, don't worry, you still have a lot of content. And before we jump into it, I just want to remind everyone uh, to do a little upside down here. Uh, if you like us, please, you know, smash that follow button, the like button, leave a comment, subscribe, send an email to uh, allyoungeek at uh, gmail.com. And, you know, we'll respond to you or shout you out on the podcast, answer any questions you might have, uh, or, you know, any suggestions for topics and stuff. We want to get back into that stuff, too, because, uh, you know, summer summer tends to be a lull yeah. season for uh, news, light on news announcements and stuff like that. So uh, we'll be having a couple podcasts coming up. But all right, let's go ahead and we'll jump into what we've been up to. Corey, kick us off. Um, not too much watching wise. I, I watched the like the, the Devils part timer or something anime a while mm-hmm. ago, and the first episode of season two came out, so I watched that. And it's been like a while since. Yeah, that it's came been out. a while. Like, yeah. like as like when it ended, it's one of those shows. Like, oh, is it getting the season two? Who knows? But uh, I just watched that. And I'm trying to think. Was there anything else? <clears throat> Ms. Marvel. Like, Oh, did, well, I guess we didn't talk about that, right? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I watched Miss Marvel season finale. That's uh, I, I did. I tagged Jim on that too. I, it's, it, I keep forgetting because it's always a day after our podcast. It's so it's like such a pod- long. Right. Yeah. By the time we get to the podcast, mm-hmm. it's like wait, I, I would have talked about it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you won. It's the next day. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, I'm assuming you watched it too, and, and Mike, it. you have not seen it, right? No, not at all. And you um, don't necessarily I, I, care for Miss do... Marvel. No, oh, I do spoiled. Know. He got spoiled. Yeah, I know what happens sort oh, of at okay. the end, so I don't. You know, it's fine. Well, <laughs> if, if we want to mention spoiler here, real quick, I don't know if we want to talk about any because this <laughs> was the finale, the season finale, and who knows if we're getting season two. But yeah, uh, yeah, certainly we can talk about it for like two, three minutes. So if you don't want any spoils for um, the ending for Ms. Marvel, uh, definitely fast forward uh, about three minutes or so. But. Yeah, so I guess the big reveal for Ms. Marvel, which, by the way, real quick, I do want to say I think was pretty good overall. Uh, probably the upper this, echelon of the The DC show movie. in general is, yeah. is good. I think the season finale upped it for me a lot more. Because yeah. uh, before that, I was not feeling the last couple episodes too much. Yeah, I would say like the, the last two before, like the fourth mm-hmm. and fifth ones were kind of like weaker than yeah. the first three. But um, yeah, so... The finale the, was great, though. The finale was great. So the big reveal... Um, the whole thing uh, initially was yeah, like how Ms. how Ms. Marvel, how Kamala Khan got her powers. Um, well, I mean, in the comics, yeah, she's an she's inhuman. An inhuman. Mm-hmm. Yep, she's an inhuman. But in this, it's like, oh, she gets it from this bracelet, which is kind of weird and stuff like which that. Which I called back in like a, a couple, few episodes. Yes, you did. I, I remember like, I talking about this. it. It's, it's stupid. Like, she gets a stupid bracelet. She gets powers. Like, yeah. this is dumb. Yeah, and it was weird because Kevin Feige specifically said in an interview, like he was talking about it in the interviews, like, oh, we had to change things up for, you know, the MCU and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the ep- uh, at the end of the season, her friend, who's like a tech whiz kid genius, was like, "You know what?" So I looked back into it. I was wrong. Uh, there's some sort of uh, mutagenic change mutation. in your composition. Mutation. Thank you. That was, it says was mutation. Like, mutation, and it plays the uh, 90s, the '90s X Men theme uh, <laughs> softly in the background. So that was the big reveal, and it was kind of cool because like she's like, "Okay, like for her, yep, it's another label." 
yeah. doesn't doesn't mean anything to her. But like as a viewer, as a fan, you're like, oh shit! And you know, right. anyone who's listened to us for a while, we've been waiting for a moment like this for years. Yes. And it's unfortunate Jim's not here because yeah. he's been he's like, like, he's like this is the see, this is the show, this is <laughs> this the one. Is the <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't expect it like with uh, one, um, either WandaVision or uh, Multiverse of Madness because that would have yep. been a cool like uh, inverse House of M kind of thing, like oh mm-hmm. mutants exist or something like that. But here it is. Um, so yeah, just some be cool. randomly in Miss Marvel. Yeah, and uh, you know what? I'm happy with that because this just means that they're not going to do the Inhumans. Fuck them, you know. Like I don't know. To me, even as a comic, like a light comic fan, like I mean, just like thing is, I don't just think it's the same ground. As you can, feel stupid. I don't know yeah. if it means that they're not going to do Inhumans. I just think that they're going to like retcon this character specifically. But you could potentially have Inhumans, and they could also be mutants. You know? I don't want them. I don't want. I mean, them. I'm just saying. No, no. You saw Black Bolt, so no, he's, he's I, there. Sure. I mean, I guess. I guess what mm-hmm. I would prefer in a, an ideal situation, if I got my wish. The Inhumans would be solely maybe like the royal family, like Backbolt and his, yeah, you know, sure. Yeah. That's what I remember actually from um one of the Marvel <coughs> Ultimate Alliance games. Like, oh, the Inhumans are just like a on the moon <laughs> type of mutant, and they all went to the moon. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I, I hope ball, that, guys. and and that's the thing is like, and I know we talked about this when we even like before Ms. Marvel was about to air because you know the whole like oh they're changing her her powers or her origins or whatever like that. But like, the thing is, like, I mean, stuff gets retconned in regular comic book continuity anyway. Like, mm-hmm. I love that. And that's what it drew me to the MCU in the, in the first place is they, they boiled everything down to, like, just the core of the character and just redo anything else that doesn't fit or m- might be outdated or feels kind of weird and stuff like that. So I'm fine with Kamala. Like, like, the thing is, like, I don't know anything about Kamala, so, like, really, her thing, I'm, I'm fine with, you know, just getting a new version and not being held down by, like, a hundred-year legacy of, like, you know the character and yeah. you know, different writers and stuff having. I do want to shout out to the the finale in general though because I did enjoy the whole Home Alone esque you know booby traps that they do in the high school and yeah, like, yeah, how, yeah. Like, how dumb this like um Department of Damage Control Damage, Damage Control, control. Yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever like come on like seriously <laughs> like high school kids are gonna like set up these traps and you're gonna like spring them all and just be terrible. Uh, but yeah, that, I mean, that was, it was a fun sequence, and we do get Kamal's um, signature like catchphrase Biggin. or whatever. Yeah, she does say in Biggin in this, uh, which is nice. But, How does uh, that work with her current powers? So she just like surrounds herself in these, I guess, blue energy kind of thing. It's like that purple glass, yeah. whatever it is. It's okay. sort of like a Green Lantern power, but like instead of like making, I guess, like a weapon or something, she uses it to make <laughs> extensions of her. Self. Her body and stuff like yeah. that, right? So, like okay. when she does like a Mister Fantastic punch instead of her actual fist, like she does the punch, but like this blue stuff will like make a okay. like a makeup version of her a fit like a fist and an arm and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but like, I think I think in this finale too, like when she did the embiggen and stuff like that, it looked pretty akin to what you would see in the comics and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think a little less goofy because, like, I don't know. I, I think when you get to like body morphing and stuff like that in real life, it looks yeah. way worse than animation or you know hand-drawn comics and stuff like that so i think it was a good compromise i think they made the right call yeah it, it, it works I, I think i could see people being upset like true fans of the character yeah. but um again you had to you know change some of the origin retcon some of the stuff and just make it fit in this universe and that ties into the you know the stinger at the end uh after credit sequence where she's looking at the 
her bangle and it starts doing its thing and then all of a sudden she like disappears and then crashes like her door explodes and miss uh or captain marvel captain marvel's there captain i marvel love that moment out. too when captain marvel's there she kind of looks around the room <laughs> comic con's a teenager and a huge fangirl of, of captain marvel she's got all yeah. this captain marvel like posters fan art memorabilia all that kind of stuff and she's just like oh no something like that so you know, yep. opens and, directly uh, to captain marvel or the marvels i guess yes and yeah exactly and says kamala khan will be back in the marvels oh we also get um it's interesting because the, her mom gives her her outfit and then her dad essentially names her by mm. uh i thought that saying, was really cool i don't know how that happens in the, in the comics but yeah i'm not sure but like so it's like kamala's like i guess translates roughly to marvel and you're like our little miss marvel and she's like, I have the same name as Carol Danvers. He's like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, Shout out so, to the parents. Because, like, usually in these kind of, like, things, like, um, whatever, they're, they're usually, like, really annoying and overbearing. You never want to see them. But, like, mm-hmm. I think Kamala's parents, like, added to the show. Like, yeah, they, 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 were, they were interesting. And, like, you do get that a little bit of them being, like, parenting and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then understanding. Over, yeah. And, like, it's that whole parenting of letting go, like, your child's becoming an adult type of coming-of-age yeah. thing and, like, knowing when to let them be, you know, who yeah. they are. It was interesting, and uh, I thought it was fun that they all know. Like, everyone just knows who she is now. Yeah. Not, like, a hidden hidden thing. So, yeah, yeah good episode. Oh, it was funny, because seeing Captain Marvel there, I did, like, like oh, I should go back and watch Captain Marvel again. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't, another since, yeah. It's been a while, so. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah it's... Us. I don't know if you watch anything else. Uh, yeah. So uh, I wound up going to see uh, Thor: uh, Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. and um, it was good. Don't get me wrong; it was good. But mm-hmm. I, I definitely, even with your and Jim's impression last week, I was a little <laughs> disappointed. Yeah. Um, and it's not to say like it was bad. Like I don't feel like it was a you know like a Suicide Squad or like a Thor two or anything like that. But like just coming off the highs of Ragnarok, which I watched the, the night before because I was like playing like a game that didn't mm-hmm. require my full attention, so I just had it playing in the background mm-hmm. and like watching when it was a cool scene or stuff like that. But Ragnarok for me like really elevated that character and that franchise yeah. for me because like it was oh just, yeah, like and then the Infinity War and, and yeah, yeah, it was just it was just up. And I feel like maybe and, and I don't know. This is just my gut feeling. I have no proof on this. And we we've talked about this before throughout the years, especially with Marvel or even like broader like uh corporate interference and stuff like that but this is one of the times where i feel a gut feeling again my guess is that they let taika watiti have more control just because he was he had a, such a smashing success with ragnarok that his in his decisions influence. Kind of, his influence his direct influence his directorial influence kind of detracted from the movie a bit where it's like that he needed like a kojima or something where it's like Somebody needed to write yeah. him in a little bit more. Well, it's interesting because he was like right, like co-wrote this for Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah. He didn't write it. He, right. Um, so. Yeah, and I think that's honestly where it hurt the most because, without spoiling too much or anything, I'm not going to spoil the major things, but I just felt like the weakest parts to me were the things that were written to be funny, but like in a way that it, I didn't laugh that much in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like there were parts where it's clearly like you can tell like how Marvel has his moments where it's like a. You know, like this is supposed to scene where the audience laughs or something like that. Um, even like thing, in the trailer, it's like, June? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, that's not that funny. Yeah, it's not that funny. Yeah. So there's way too many parts of that. And I'm not saying every joke lands, but like for the most part, Marvel stuff lands with me. And even mm-hmm. the audience, like the, the, not like the theater was that packed, but like even then, like, I don't, I feel like people didn't really laugh that much as they normally would have. 
So um, I think Taya just needed somebody to, to rein in and, and turn him down. Because, like, mm. I felt like maybe Ragnarok was, like, turning the Thor and the comedy and stuff. up to like, an 8 or a 9 or something like that. Um, and this was too much. This is probably an 11 yeah. or 12. Like and especially even. since the, like, the like the content that they're dealing with with the like with the mighty thor so much and, serious yeah and jane foster it's just like it, it didn't really match and then again like with the kids um which i don't want to mention too much but like yeah. you see in the trailer they have kids like a whole bunch of kids show up like randomly <laughs> so yeah uh, but... i think there was like i guess i think for me i think there was a lot that was just left on the cutting room floor which is weird to yeah. say because taika did an interview where he's like Director cuts are dumb and like you don't need them because the things are cut because they're bad. And, like it's like okay, but like as we saw, sometimes like there are good director cuts out there. Yeah, I, I think this is definitely one of those one of the rarer times where I wanted more, and I feel like this movie could have used an additional twenty m- minutes or so, mm-hmm. maybe thirty, because it just felt like they just kept bouncing from rushed. location to location to location. Mm-hmm. Without allowing anything, the characters or the plot or anything to really marinate and just breathe and stuff like that. Yeah. Like you have these moments where like it's pretty serious what happens, and then they're just like, okay, well we need to go do this thing. It's like, but like yeah. the character really have no like, time to process. Like you don't have time to process what's going on, and the characters don't have any time to deal with what's going on. So yeah, um, but yeah, with that said, I will say the good parts. Uh, I love Jane. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Natalie Portman returning as a. Uh, um, Jane and being awesome, mighty yeah. Thor was really cool. Uh, loved her. I think she absolutely did a great job with it. Wanted to see more of her. Hope we see more <laughs> of her. Stuff like that. Um, Thor, Chris Hemsworth did a great job and stuff like that. His, you know, he's he is that character. I think kind of like Tony Stark and um, you know is uh, Robert Downey Jr. and, and Captain America's Chris Evans. Yeah, and stuff like, that. like he is clearly he Thor. will always be Thor. Thor like no matter what like he does he will be recognized as yeah Thor it, it's even on. to the point where like if i see like a picture of comic thor or something like that i'm like oh that's oh. thor i was like oh that's that's weird or something that's not chris hemsworth was <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly <laughs> something like that. but um so he did a great job um uh christian bale as gort fantastic job mm-hmm. great villain absolutely like and one, another one of those things where like Man, just another twenty minutes, and they could have given him you know, like an extra five or seven minutes of like backstory or more buildup um, or more medicine. And, what and we did. know that there's more of him that was filmed because they talk oh, about yeah. interviews. Yeah, absolutely. I would have loved. I would have loved to see him fuck up even more shit, kill some more gods and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did a great job. Uh, what's his name? As um, uh, Zeus. Uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Pretty good job. Uh, I I'm Greek. Or half Greek, rather, so I kind of know what Greek accents look like. So that was his, it was a good imitation of the Greek accent, but it definitely wasn't perfect. But I did like his portrayal in the MCU version of Zeus being just kind of like a dick and almost like only just, cared about orgies. Yeah, I mean, that's that's Greek mythology. It's like, yeah. anything bad happens because Zeus stuck his dick in somebody and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's whatever. Uh, but location's really cool. Um, and then, uh, what's her name is uh, Valkyrie again, great job. Fantastic. Yeah, she's awesome. She, she, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad she's a mainstay and stuff like that. Yeah, T- yeah, Tessa Thompson, stuff like that. So, overall, like everybody did a great job. The, the performances were great and stuff like that. It really just was the script and the story. I think that mm-hmm. they they could have toned down some of the the comedy and stuff like that because, like, you're dealing with so much heavy stuff. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I won't spoil it, but like, their parts were like, okay, this is probably not an appropriate time to be joking or making a joke and stuff like that. So, overall, weaker than Ragnarok, better than Thor two. Mm. 
probably on par with Thor 1 overall. Because Thor 1, I mean, Thor 1's an easy origin, fish out of water thing. It's really hard to mess up and stuff like that. But yeah, under, unfortunately, kind of stepped down from Ragnarok. Uh, but I'm hoping, uh, and we'll get into the box office, uh, hopefully with how it turns out and stuff like that, they'll reassess Thor 5 and uh, course correct. So yeah. And that's all I've been watching. Mike, anything else from you? I don't think I watched anything new. Okay, new problem. Let's go ahead and jump into the box office then. Let me just pull it up. We'll do it live. Yeah, I mean, Top Gun's still in there, right? I Top assume. Gun. Yep. <clears throat> so let's see. Thor Love and Thunder uh, was definitely number one again. It did have a mm. uh, bigger than average drop off with 68% in the second weekend, Oof. bringing $46 million. Uh, so it's total stands at 233 domestic and 498 million worldwide. Um, Tende Kume is still the best yet for a Thor solo film, but seems that the relatively so-so word of mouth on this, as signed by its B-plus cinema score compared to its predecessor, Thor Ragnarok, is hurting the box office. Um, by comparison, Ragnarok had a second week drop of 53.5%. Um, so let's see. Goddamn. Um, Minions, Rise of Gru was second place, took home a very solid $26 million in its third weekend, down only 44%. Better than the first Minions, which dropped 53% in weekend three, um, and it's slightly behind. Uh, it's finally caught up to its predecessor with $262 million, which is pretty, pretty good. It's crazy. A, you know, a B-tier franchise, I would say. It's all like that. Uh, I don't think it's B-tier anymore. Yeah, no, it's probably A-tier. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably A-tier, yeah. Uh, third place was a movie, I don't even know anything about it, called Where the Crawdads Sing. Uh, beat expectations for a $17 million debut. Um, it has Daisy Edgar-Jones, Delia Owens, Reese Witherspoon, stuff like that. So, okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> apparently it's one of those indie movies and stuff like that that people are happy it's seeing some success at the box office, which is good. Mm-hmm. And then in fourth place, uh, Top Gun Maverick had an additional $12 million. Dropping, yep, dropping only 23% in its eighth weekend. Bringing its total domestic to $618 million and $1.2 billion worldwide. And it's only is days, away, days away from entering the top 10 of all time domestic box office. So that is, nice. that is amazing. Like, honestly, bravo. Because, you know, Mike, I know one of your criticisms um, or points or whatever has been how, like, uh, box office has shifted, you know, for the past decade to, like, cape superhero movie blockbuster and stuff like this. So I think. We've had like you know um, standout examples like Fast and the Furious. You know, I think is yeah. Well, even though I think it kind of more like, more grounded yeah. superheroes yeah. and stuff like that over the years, it's all like that. But uh, personally, I, you know, I love seeing something like this where it's kind of like literally out of left field, where it's like you know, I mean, Jurassic World. I think was another good thing. Where would, it's like, hey, bro, would back. you would you still call the top Top Gun movie a action movie or not? I would call it an action movie. Absolutely, it's just a different type of action. You know. Like, it's it's, really it's interesting because, like, we all thought it was a terrible idea. No, no, no nobody yeah. here on the, on the podcast no. thought this mm. movie was going nope. to succeed. Like, we've seen no, it before. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, let's do a, a Matrix after all this time. Let's do a Bill <laughs> and Ted's movie after all this time. Let's do like this other thing that like it makes no sense to do after all this time. And you pick Top Gun. Like Tom Cruise. Like I'm gonna revisit one of my my films from the like 80s and. uh yeah, Top Gun's the one. Like, what? Yeah. Thirty-six years or something like that after the yeah. original release. Well, I think it's kind of poetic because this—I'm pretty sure this is his first like um, standout film that really launched his career. If I'm, Top unless Gun? I'm mistaken, yeah, Top Gun. 
Um, I don't know. Was I don't thought, I mean risky business was fairly popular, I think. Was risky well. business first? Uh, Probably was, I don't right? Know. He was pretty one of young. those. Yeah. But yeah, I mean Top Gun was obviously one as it was a big one that helped yeah, propel him. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, fantastic. Uh happy to see that, you know. Uh, and everybody knows I'm a Marvel fan and stuff like that, but I, I still love seeing other things succeed in, in especially yeah. months ago. Uh, well, the other and, crazy thing is the Batman is probably the best comic book movie this year, too. So far? Absolutely, I would say so. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of weird. And I don't know, looking at um I had higher expectat I had higher expectations for Thor um mm-hmm. than Same. reality had. So uh especially coming off in Ragnarok. So I, and, and Les Black Panther 2 is really amazing. I mean probably gonna stay that way and stuff like that. But um yeah, so props to props to Top Gun and uh Tom Cruise and everybody involved in that project. Yeah. Let's see. Let's go ahead and get into the news here. Like I said, a little bit light. Um, biggest thing, I, it's, all, it's all Netflix related pretty much. Well, there's one thing. We'll talk about that first. Um, Rolling Stone came out with an article uh, today that uh, comes out as an exclusive that the Snyder Cut online army was fueled and propelled by online bots. Hmm. I don't. Well, yep. so here's the thing about this. First of all, any you know movement, there's going to be bots in it. No, sure. No matter sure, what. Sure, sure. I think a lot of this is the same studio that you know made the first cut of Justice League. The same one that won't respond to the Ezra Miller nonsense. The same. They just want to you know point fingers at someone else right now, misdirect. And I really. I feel this is their way of mudslinging and, you know, sort of hiding from the fact that they suck in a thing that was <laughs> somewhat well-received that came about from all this. It's like, no, Zack Snyder is an impossible douchebag. Fuck him. So, fuck them. I don't really take too much out of this new story because, to me, the Snyder Cut was the best WBDC decision that they've made in the last, like, five, ten years. And then they're shitting all That's over it now. Yeah, yeah. So Good. Fuck, fuck, fuck Snyder. Fuck them both. I don't care. Fuck Snyderverse. Mm. No, I mean, I, I'm a big hater of Snyder. I do not like his film. I, but I will say the Snyder Cut was a good version of that movie compared to what we yeah. got. I will we, never know. Yeah. Never and know. you don't. Yeah. It's not. I mean, it's it's not it's not going to do anything for you either way. So exactly. No I mean, <laughs> there's no future for those characters. And mm-hmm. so there's no reason for me to. But yeah, and, you know, I love Ben Affleck. It's bad. bad. Yeah. Yeah. I know you do. Uh, but it's just interesting, and they do talk about, um, you know, whatever. It, it always take things with a grain of salt and stuff like that, especially when something like this co- comes out. But they do have some interesting DC-related news. Sure, <laughs> they do some. They do some interesting things where, um, you know, they talk about the metrics and stuff, and uh, analysts even talk about like, you know, the drop-off rate and whatnot. It, it, it seemed very inorganic and stuff like that. So there's some interesting things. Uh, check it out at RollingStone.com. Uh, today is a uh, uh, July nineteenth, so you can find it there. Just search Snyderverse and stuff like that. Well, the one thing I, you know, I think you can take away from this, and there's quotes in there and stuff like that, is uh, Zack Snyder's a petty douchebag. Uh, oh yeah, was using, uh, yeah, he was threatening executives and stuff like that. Even um, threatening to like sick his like all night fans at executives and stuff like that. Even like harassed one of the um, uh, women execs and stuff like that and stuff like that. So it's like kind of nasty. Uh, I mean, whatever. Like you know. Feel bad for the dude for some of the things that happened, the way things played out, and stuff like that. But um, you know, just one of those things where I don't think anybody from <laughs> this story looks good either way. Like no. that, so. 
WWE, Zack Snyder, they deserve each other, but uh, mm-hmm. that relationship has uh, permanently been ended. I mean, I don't know. Does Zack Snyder even have anything in the works right now? Like, I can't. Well, I cannot. He had imagine. his Netflix stuff with uh, that, you know, zombie movie thing oh, that he was doing. Mm. Uh, then, like, yeah, I think he had two things there. But after, other than that, I have no idea. <clears throat> I mean, I, I don't like Zack Snyder usually. So, yeah, I'm wondering if, uh, you know, it'll be interesting. Uh, even in the article, claimed that part of the reshoots were just, was done in his own backyard mm-hmm. during COVID. <laughs> during COVID, so it was like pretty, pretty crazy and stuff like that. So I mean, I don't know. It just seems like one of those things like, you can't really make up. So you mm-hmm. know, even if it's not the whole truth, maybe some of it is the truth. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because we got, like I said, we got a good movie from from it all, but it's just like yeah. such a weird thing to like come out with now. Like you know, it seems like you have to fight to make a good movie with WB like that now because. It's not what they're into, so whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, again, I think I think we agreed that without COVID, th- that probably wouldn't have gotten made, you know? Because like, oh yeah, it, lo- it lost them money. Not. It lost them money. <laughs> so why would they spend more money to, you know, on on something? You don't you don't spend more money to make a stinker a, a not so stinky thing and stuff like that. It was just <laughs> a cheap project they could use to you know propel HBO Max and stuff like that, which you know it did it did really well so. You know, it worked out for them. Uh, let's see. So we're going to go into Netflix. Uh, they had their investor call today. Uh, so we'll start off here with um, Ported by Deadline. Uh, Netflix lost. Let me see. <laughs> they beat their quarter two subscriber forecast by only losing a little less than 1 million um, subscribers when they had forecast 2 million. <laughs> so while that sounds bad, um, you know, I do think it's one of those things where, uh, you know, with this year, the rising cost of inflation and the gas pump, gasoline prices and stuff like that, food, you know, across the board, you know, um, entertainment is one of those first things to, to sometimes be cut, especially with all the offerings you have from other, you know, shows and services now. It's not like they're the only uh, but, I mean, they product. It's like $3, $3.20 per share quarterly earnings, which was 8% better when the, the what they expected which yeah caused yeah. their stock to explode yeah yeah should have picked some up but um yeah yeah it was up uh, seven eight almost eight percent after hours yep so pretty good for netflix overall even though they lost subscribers it was uh less than mm-hmm. uh anticipated so you know that's how you take a win uh yeah. so, well, stranger things i'm sure helped stranger things absolutely helped for sure uh, which still shows they uh you know despite Maybe some of the questionable content they have on the service, uh, their standout pl- uh, big ones, uh, can definitely carry the show and stuff like that. Yeah, now I'm seeing like more Squid Game and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Squid Game, too. absolutely. Squid Game season two, I'm that's gonna break records. I mean, they also are gonna have that Squid Game uh, reality show. Reality I expect, show. I, dude, I expect that to be really huge. Like, I oh, saw yeah. a lot of people on social media, like on my Facebook, my Twitter, talking about. It. I was like, you guys Please really want to see this? Like, I, I would for a piece <laughs> of. Uh, Sure, four hundred and some odd eight billion dollars was it? So yeah, it's all like that. Uh, so that's good here. And let's see, uh, advertising tier. So uh, as part of their you know investor call today, uh, they have confirmed that early part of twenty twenty three they will introduce a cheaper advertising tier uh, as it seeks to stem the subscriber loss and hem you know and become more profitable and stuff like that. So uh, in ads in your Netflix. Yeah, and you know what. It's good for people, you know, that are on a budget or something like that. 
Um, and it's good the, for Netflix if you like their content. Like they yeah. need money to make it. So yeah, exactly. So you know, me personally, I hate ads. So I will do anything in my power to to do to Avoid not them. see ads and stuff like that these days. Um, but it's good for people. I know. You know, if I was at a different point in life and stuff like that, I probably would opt for a ad free tier about something stuff like that. Do you remember the days when we didn't have streaming? All you had was television, and you had like a half hour show and ten, 10 minutes, minutes of 10 that minutes. show were ads. Ten yeah. minutes. Well, one third, yeah. Dude, now I can't even see one minute. Ads. If I see one minute ads, I flip out. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right, whatever. Yeah. If well, dude, if they don't have that five second skip on YouTube, it's like, what the hell am I doing here? Dude, if I if I go to a site for stream or something like that, and there's ads that take longer than that minute or something like, that, I will literally spend five more minutes finding another website to stream from just so I don't have to deal with ads. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't make sense logically, but I just hate ads. Yeah, so much. <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and kind of tied to that, the next bit of news is, uh, as we talked about earlier in the year, and it is a looming thing, uh, the Sword of Damocles hanging over Netflix's head, uh, or Netflix viewers' head, is um, the removal or the prevention of uh, sharing your account with people across different households and stuff like that. Because for ever since its inception service, uh, it has been a dirty, not-so-secret secret, or not-spoken-about secret, where you could just share the account name and password and just... Let pretty much anyone use it and stuff like that, it's as long as it's not more than two simultaneously or whatever the number is and stuff like that. Uh, but they estimated now officially that there are 100 million households which are using a Netflix account that are not paying for it. Oof. Uh, and they're looking to, to obviously take care of that uh, in the next year. Uh, and I believe they rolled out some kind of test uh, for that in Latin America where um, you can mm. pay extra to share officially your account with another uh, right, right. household and stuff like that. So that is most definitely family down. plan. Yeah. Family mm-hmm. plan or something like that. So that is most definitely and, happening at some point in probably the next 18 months, I would imagine for us people in uh, North America and stuff like that. Uh, and unfortunately, yeah, it is sad, but to be honest, I'm surprised we got away with it as long as we have. Yeah. Like, no, I, I agree. It's pretty crazy. Like I've been sharing my Netflix account with uh, at least my sister's household and then when my niece went to college, she would use it too. So it was technically at least three and stuff like that. And there were just random people over the years too. It's like one of the things I'm like, man, like it's one of the things that were like, it was, you know, it's only $15 a month or something. Like that. And there would be some months where I wouldn't even use it, but I'm just like, I'm paying it because my family and friends are using it. So I was like, okay, whatever. Like you guys. So how, how do they combat this? They limit everything to one IP. They tie it to an IP address or something. Uh, I, there's there's yeah, ways to do it. Something, I would imagine that would be something like that, right. where they, they can so, see logs in. This is the IP it's logged into. So then they see another login from the same account on a different IP. They may kick that one out or something. It just like there's like ways to do it. That's you know, yeah. I, I don't. I don't see this being a a good time for both users and them. I feel like it's going to be a shit show. I mean, if you're sharing it, maybe. If you're not, you'll be fine. Well, what can you share They they give you those three, you know, those three profiles, so they mm-hmm. don't expect yeah. you all to be in one place, right? No, well, that's do. what it is. That's, that's, that's what they actually want. Well, that's stupid. Well, no, that's that's the, that's what they're trying to combat. That's the whole thing that they're doing here. Is like <laughs> if you have your if you're in your household, your public IP address that's out facing out to the world is public. And so when anything comes into that IP address, they know. So as long as you're inside that that network, you're fine. What's the point of having multiple users on an account? 
so different people you, in the same household. Yeah, so like you and your wife and then your kid, they all you could all have your own accounts and like you want to watch like more this genre so then you're not flooded with these romantic comedies that you don't care about and then the kids got his kids you know netflix account so he's just getting all the kids shows so it's just so you can have like your curated previews and stuff it's not it's not for you to give to other people it's for you to be able to it's for when you and your brother move away and one of you pays and the other one doesn't that's what they want technically it's over this is how every service works Fuck you and Netflix, it's over. Yeah, yeah well, when this okay. happens, it's over. That's, I'm done with you. That's what they're combating. I mean, because yeah, they're going to combat themselves. They're going to combat themselves right out of relevance. I'm the hunt. Well, not yeah. a hundred million. Well, you've been harping this Netflix thing for like half a decade. I know, and they're, they're not. No, I, didn't. I told you they're going away right now. It's starting. You see it happening. Well, no. All right, just <laughs> imagine. Imagine if one percent of the people that are not paying for Netflix right now. Start paying for Netflix. We what, what we say it was a hundred million. So like we talk yeah. about a million people start paying. So a million times fifteen dollars. That's, man, just the, that's just in the U.S. By the way, that's just the U.S. Jim, yeah. Jim's not even subscribed anymore. That's why he couldn't do the the spoiler cast because there's no reason to be anymore. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Jim. Like you, you can go in expensive. and out. You go like you t- that's you just go in for a month. You go yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Hardly yeah. anyone does that though. No one keeps track of that too often. I mean that's the but again. The, the whole idea is that they need to limit because the, they're losing money. They are literally giving it away for free to hundreds of millions of people. So, yeah, that's where we're at. And I, I mean, yeah, like you said, Tony, I'm surprised it hasn't happened sooner. But that's, but it, I mean, that's kind of what Netflix, it's like part of its identity. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, but again, like they that's why they're building their exclusive content is so that way it's a it's but a place to go like just why you buy a playstation because you want to play their games it's why you go to netflix you want to watch their shows i, I want to throw I out like, could, i don't know how you could say it when they don't have any content when stranger things just broke records for yeah that's like, it literally stranger that's things that, stranger things is their thing that's it stranger yeah. things, squid games yeah. queen's squid game bridgerton we could name these it. are so old things shows. now these things that are done. Was last year dude Bridgerton's got season year, two yeah. and it was it yeah. broke records when that came out. Like they they their content have, like, is, they have all these movies. I, I don't need it anymore. They have well, well I mean, you that's, can speak from the eye then. You go, you don't say, well, fuck Netflix. They don't have any anything for anybody anymore. It's they don't have anything. Well, for they me d- relatively don't. They've canceled a lot of shit. They threw a lot of money at a lot of shit. They've lost a lot of stuff, and while other streaming services are gaining them, so I mean, they're still they're, they're still, more mature of a company. Like, it, Boggles my mind, dude, that we're still talking about this thing. They are matured servers. They are moving more into the profitability zone than the grow zone. There's only so much you can grow. Like every other service has to grow. They have to. Like, do you honestly think HBO Max is going to be eight dollars five years from now? There's no way. There's fucking no way, dude. Zero. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you got That's Amazon it. Prime, which uh, they just released a trailer for Power of the Ring or whatever it's called too. I didn't which... watch it though. Yeah, uh, but it's, that's going to be big for them, I think. It's, yeah, you know, and Amazon subsidizes subsidize those sales because it's their 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 package and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's no way HBO yeah. Max is going to be eight dollars. There's no way Disney Plus is going to what eight dollars to nine dollars in Every, five well, years. Yeah, yeah. All, all, all yeah. going to be look at inflation. Inflation, it's just you know everything. It's getting inflated. But yeah, 
Just like but Game yeah, Pass, yeah. dude. Yeah, again, the Game Pass thing is going to you've, you've been saying that for like five years. It's still the same price. At some point, yes, they're still like they are still trying to grow. That is the whole point. You have to grow until you've reached this, yes. this intersection. And then when you do, it's like fuck you. We don't need you anymore. Goodbye. Yes, absolutely. That's that's you what these companies the, you do. Need different people. That's the problem. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, Mike. They're, they're not gonna sweat over you canceling. That's the thing. You're you're the one that's losing out. So no, I'm not. There's there's nothing on there anymore. Well, I mean, that, well then you're not things. losing out. But so that's what I'm, so it's that's that's the thing. It's just like it's there. They have their content for the people that want it. And if the, if you don't want it, then that's fine. Still the, the biggest business in town, so don't think they have to worry quite just yet. And anyway, whatever. Wrap it up on a lighter note. Uh, Netflix tweeted out. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember the meme from probably a year or two ago where they used the screen cap from Spider-Man two or three with Barry Jean uh, yelling at somebody. He's like, you know, so I think it started out with like he said he didn't want pickles or whatever. And you see mm-hmm. Peter Parker look kind of sad by him, but. They use that meme to say, he said, our Spider-Man trilogy is coming to Netflix August 1st. So, Sam Raimi, Spider-Man trilogy coming to Netflix August 1st. Is that not on Disney Plus? I don't remember. I haven't looked for it, but that's... No, that, no they're not. We, we I did look for that. Then. I th- okay. think Spider-Man I, is, wasn't I think there. It was a limited thing, I think. I Maybe. Think it was for a bit right I, around I, No Way Home. Well, that makes like, they, I, I remember Netflix paying for Spider-Man a long time ago. Didn't they like? It was a long it. time ago. Yeah, but yeah. just like everything else. I'm looking up now. Living Live. Spider Man. Nope. Cartoons. And they had the. And Netflix just had the. Um, was it Spectacular Spider Man just added? So they made some kind of deal with Sony. That's a great cartoon. Yeah. I watched yeah. it. Yeah, it's fantastic. I wish there was more. Yeah, absolutely. One of those victims of unfortunate sudden cancellations because I think it ended like right when. Like they really introduce a lot of the deeper stuff with Venom and you know all that stuff. So, uh, you know maybe maybe Disney Plus maybe we're gonna deal with Sony to uh, bring that back just like uh, what is it Young Justice did something like that. People won't care about it because I don't know, I won't because it's like been so long and stuff like that. Anyway, I think that's gonna wrap it up for the movie cast. Uh, I already said it, the spiel at the beginning, so I won't waste your time now. And uh, hope you have a great week, guys. We're out. <laughs>